Hey guys, welcome to Apartment 311. I'm Des. And I'm Jocelyn, and we're here to talk about all things Big Sister. Basically, we're here to talk about all the things that are embarrassing, taboo, or random that we wish we had learned earlier in life. In this podcast, we cover a variety of topics and offer our personal insights, advice, and stories on mental health, entrepreneurship, travel, astrology, community, and embodying a positive lifestyle. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, and welcome back to Apartment 311 with Des and Joss. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's very raw and real and close to our hearts, and that is you know, expectations on ourselves, expectations from outside sources, could be people, could be companies, could be anything um, of that nature. But we're just going to really dive in and see where it goes. We are unscripted, so, but we have crystals. Jocelyn, you want to take it away? (laughs) Yeah, we have have crystals and we have Palo Santo. We kind of Um, We just kind of cleansed our space before we got into this today and kind of chatted a little bit on our intentions behind this episode. And really, um, I think the main thing that we're coming at today is just that a lot of people right now, I think, are feeling this weight to be like perfect and to identify as something specific or to identify as an activity or a career um, rather than just trying to develop as a whole human, as a whole individual. And that's creating a lot of feelings of discomfort and um, just some feelings of like not being good enough. And so we just kind of wanted to touch on that today because that feels, that feels good. I mean, it doesn't feel good, but that feels like what we're kind of called the share today so yes and it's a new month I feel like whenever there's a new month or it feels like time is really passing by you like Mm -hmm. look back and you're like oh my gosh I didn't get anything done and then now you're already hard on yourself and now you're putting expectations on yourself to be better Mm -hmm. or to sometimes it's to be better but then really it's like negative self-talk right back at you you know so And the negative self-talk really gets to you. So like one of the situations that just kind of jumps out in my head right now is a lot of people identify by their career and then they decide that that's not the route that they want to go with their life anymore. And then they're like, well, now who am I? Like um, say someone is, or even take me for example, say I was starting in a, I was working in a nonprofit or even before that I was working in a medical field. So I got out of the medical field and was like, Ah uh, shit. Well, now what? And then I worked in the nonprofit, and, uh, and then I left the nonprofit and was like, "Ah oh, shit! Now I'm in the corporate world." And so now I'm in a corporate world, and it's like a slight—it's not necessarily an identity crisis for me, just because I've worked really hard on trying to make myself more well-rounded than um, putting everything that I have into my job or my career. But for some people, that would be a major like mind screwy thing because you're jumping from something that you identified as like I was a nonprofit worker or I was a nurse or I was a CEO or CFO or anything like that you kind of identify by your career and then suddenly you change and then you're like oh who am I Mm -hmm. and you have this expectation oh yes sorry talked over you I was gonna say um like other countries 
they don't really identify like how us in the U.S. do. Like, mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, I'm a gardener. I, you know, I'm spiritual. I love clothing. Like, I, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm a reader. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. When we're like, I'm like, hi, I'm Destiny and I'm a marketing specialist. It's like, mm-hmm. that's like your job. You know, it's yeah. not like who you are. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I think that's a big thing. That's a big question that a lot of people ask when they're trying to get to know you. It's like, oh, what do you do? And that's, you know, you can interpret that in different ways. And I think the most common one that people mean it when they ask it is like, what do you do for work? Um, mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing you do. You know, you have hobbies, you have your job, you have interests, you have dislikes you know all of those things are identifying factors for who you are as a person and it's not just by your job and I like the point of like being in a different country and you identify as different things not just your job (laughs) that's not the only way you introduce yourself so um I think that's a big thing um another thing that's been coming up a lot for me lately or I've been seeing a lot lately in the fitness world is like athletes when they're retiring going through this um, really really major depression because for however many years of their life they were completely focused on a sport and they put all of their free time into training or into researching or into learning or um, getting sponsorships or different things like that so all of a sudden one day you wake up and you can't do this anymore and that's like, first of all, you've got <laughs> you've got free time all of a sudden. Um, so what the heck do you do with all of this free time? Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Like, who are you? You just spent all of that time identifying as like the baseball player or the soccer player or whatever that may be. And then all of a sudden you have to figure out like, oh, I identify as myself, not the sport I played. So I've been seeing that a lot lately too. Um, yeah, and I just, and I was go going to say, I think it's important to like, even though right now you feel like I don't know who I am because I was this person, what is so great about being human is that you can change and evolve and who you are continues to change and evolve. So like, don't beat yourself up because I used to be something It's like, yes, build off of that. You Mm -hmm. know, like I was a baseball player and now I'm a coach or now I'm teaching little baseball players new skills. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can build off of your history. Don't like just be like, I don't want to say, how do I say this? Like, don't feel stuck. Yeah, don't feel like you're stuck in the past version of yourself mm-hmm. because we're always we're always growing. And like you said, you can build off of that um, and you don't have to forget that part of you. That was an integral part of who you are and who you learn to be and you learn life lessons and everything like that. But that's not that's not the only thing you are. And I think, you know, part of me thinks it's really dangerous to. Um, be so involved in just one thing I think there's a fine line between being really really dedicated and being like unhealthily obsessed with something Um, because we're all people and things happen like accidents happen and 
unfortunately activities or parts of our life can be ripped away from us really quickly it could just be gone in an instant and so if you put absolutely everything that you are into one thing and that thing's gone yikes (laughs) that's a lot to deal with Um, big yikes yeah and another thing if that you know if you're a person that that's happened to whether it be with sports or with people or relationships or whatever that is a big thing that I want to say is to give yourself the time to have a grieving process because a part of your life just died. It's gone. It's a loss and you have to take it as that and you have to process it as that. And it doesn't mean that you have to process it like in that instant, but at some point you have to deal with it or it's going to come back and bite you in the ass like 30 years later. You're going to be watching your kid at their baseball game and you're going to be pissed that they didn't hit the ball because you suddenly couldn't play baseball anymore. I'm not sure why I'm using baseball as a reference. I don't even know any baseball players, but maybe that's why, because I'm not calling anyone out on it. (laughs) I'm not going to, no comment on that part, but anyway. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I feel like in those terms when you're so obsessed with something and then you lose it and then you have children, then you expect your children to do what you did. And if they Mm -hmm. don't do that, then you have like a resentment towards them. Or if they're not doing it how you would have done it, you have some kind of resentment towards them. Like you don't want to Mm -hmm. have expectations for people or yourself because everyone is so different you really don't know what to expect next (laughs) so don't expect anything (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. I do know I talk to a lot of people or even myself you know I've been like my kids are going to be really athletic or they're going to be really not athletic like they're it's not going to be a middle ground it's either they're going to get the athletic genes or they're going to be like I'm an artsy motherfucker I might edit that part out. I might bleep that a little bit. That was a little bit of hard swearing in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I feel that I'm over here like either they're going to be really creative and build things with their hands or they're not going to, you know. Yeah. I have no interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care as long as they are happy and healthy. That's all I care about. Because it's hard to be happy in this world. There's a lot of things that want to bring you down. And even just bouncing back to like the expectation side of things, you, I think it's important to give yourself room to grow from the things that you enjoyed. Like if you loved playing basketball for 10 years and then you wake up one day and you're like, I don't really like this anymore. You don't have to like it anymore. Nobody's saying that you have to continue doing that just because that's what you did and don't think of it as a waste of time either because you probably learned a lot and you enjoyed it for the time that you enjoyed it um so it's not like oh man I could have spent that 10 years doing something else because that got you to where you are um and it made you into who you are and now you have the chance to take that in the direction that you want to and just because you were something, again, I think people get to know you for the activities that you're involved in or um, 
who you just that people get to know you for different reasons and then they identify you as that like you were the girl that played a sport or you were the girl that was really nice to people or you were the girl that was really mean to people I don't know what people know you as but you kind of get labeled by other people and you have to let that go you can't Mm -hmm you have to be your own person and at the end of the day how people perceive you is not your problem a hundred percent yeah and some people are supposed to be there for that time for forever or just you know people are there for a season people are there for a reason either Mm -hmm. way it's like a lesson learned too so yeah not everyone's supposed to see you at your best yeah, and <laughs> quite frankly, not everyone has the right to know all the parts of you either. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody just automatically has the right to know your story unless that's what you choose to share with them. Um, I'm a pretty open book, and I'll share my story with whoever wants to know my story, but I'm not going to walk into a social situation and just start blabbing it to everybody because I am relatively healthy mentally, but you always run the risk of, um, you know, telling somebody something that's near and dear to you and then them receiving it in a way that's not healthy for you and then getting triggered. So, mm-hmm. you know, part of that is a little bit of self-preservation too. Yeah. Yeah. I am not as open as a book, but mm. <laughs> I mean, I I consider it those who know know for a reason mm-hmm. and and that's that not everyone needs to know like some yeah. of my past traumas and triggers and mm-hmm. things that really did end up shaping my life in the end but yeah. Yeah. yeah well and then you've got the rare occasion that somebody uses those things maliciously against you too um mm-hmm. that's always a chance i i've said it before but I'm always one that wants to believe the best in people but there are some people that are just gonna be assholes to be assholes so you do have to protect yourself a little bit in that sense yeah and you might not see it right away you might not expect Mm. it well you know don't expect anything but (laughs) in the end I mean some things happen and you really see who people are when their true colors are showing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Another thing. Okay. So something that keeps coming up with people um, around me is like, this winter's been really hard and really long. Like it's been cold, but there's not been snow, at least for us in the Midwest, in the South Dakota and the rest, you know, just in this area, it's been really cold and there's been no snow. So like you can't really cope with <laughs> winter sports. You can't just go like skiing or snowboarding or snowshoeing or whatever it is because we don't have snow. So it's just cold and it's, it's really, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It really sucks to be in the cold with nothing to do. Um, yeah, and seasonal depression is a real thing, and regular depression is a real thing, and just freaking hating the winter is a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, not uh, seeing the sun is yeah. also a real thing. That oh, yeah, oh, it's bad when you don't see the sun for a long period of time. You're like, will it ever come back out, or am I stuck here yeah. in this cold, yeah. dark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I know you feel trapped. And I think that feeling of Mm -hmm. being trapped is a big trigger for people too, because nobody wants to feel like a caged animal. You know, you don't want to feel like you're stuck with no options. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's hard. But I think that there's been a lot of people that are really, really unhappy right now. um, And that are just like, I don't know how to even make myself happy. And I guess one thing is just that you're not, uh, I mean, okay, there's a couple of people that are just like this bubbly ray of sunshine that always look like they're happy and maybe they are truly happy all the time. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for them because I don't live in their brain. I live in my brain. Sometimes I live in another dimension, but that's, that's a whole, (laughs) that's a whole other story. (laughs) But I think it's okay to remember that you don't have to constantly be feeling happy. Like we have to feel this full spectrum of emotions and it doesn't have to always be happy. Um, As long as like, if that's a problem for you, my biggest tip would just be to try to focus on the little moments that you are happy or um, the little periods of relief where you don't feel like you're as sad. I don't know. What about you? Like, do you have any insight or advice? Yeah, so I guess speaking as the person throwback to high school, I always seemed happy, but it was because I was so busy. And so once the end of the day hit and I had nothing else to do, I was a crier. So like the cry yourself to sleep type, cry in the shower mm-hmm. over shower, here. Shower cries are great. <laughs> yes. And I'd say, you know, don't feel like you have to be obligated to be happy either. Like mm-hmm. right now does suck. And it sucks that social media is so prominent in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. If you use it, I mean, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, any of them, Instagram, they're all really a highlight reel of other people's mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the full story of what they're doing from the beginning that they wake up to the very end, like their feelings. You might see like a day in the life and it looks Mm -hmm. really aesthetic. And then you're like, my life doesn't look like that at all. Well, that is okay because Mm -hmm. it is all highlights. And I think that's something that is very important to remember is that like, don't beat yourself up and don't compare because that's, a part of what's leading to unhappiness is comparison. It is Mm -hmm. the thief of joy as well as fear is the thief of joy and expectations is another thief of joy. So Mm -hmm. all of those things that sometimes feel like a good thing are not always the best for you in the end. Yeah. So for example, I, um, so I haven't been to the gym in a really long time. I went to the gym before COVID and I was looking snatched. Okay. I was looking snatched. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and now like I, I've been to like group classes. I've been to Pilates. I've been to yoga and I tried a gym membership, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so now I have a new one. And I was just so scared to like go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's literally like all in my head, this fear. I'm like, I don't Mm -hmm. know why I'm scared. I'm like, I know they have a bathroom. I know they have equipment. Mm -hmm. I know that they have a manager there if anything happens. Like, I don't know why I'm scared. Like, I don't know anyone that goes to this gym. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So why am I scared? And it's j- yeah. just literally my own fear of like, I could surpass this. I could look snatched again. I could mm-hmm. do all of these great things, but it's fear of that first initial step. Mm-hmm. But I did it today. I went to the gym for 30 minutes and yes. I did the stair stepper and man, I was sweating. But um, just don't always let your little fears like hold you back mm-hmm. because I feel like that is another, like that it all wraps up into like parts of unhappiness, you know? Yeah. yeah. Would you say like the fear of being judged too was a big thing that was really hard for getting back in the gym? Yeah. Yeah. And I was so used to like having somebody else with me kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a gym buddy and now I'm like, I don't have a gym buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no one's going to like push me. Mm-hmm. to be better so I feel like there's a lot of like little factors too and I used to go to a gym that was just at an apartment so mm-hmm. no one really went unless mm-hmm. you saw one other person you're like oh my gosh I didn't know you lived here oh hi um, <laughs> welcome to the dark so, side <laughs> yeah so it's just yeah yeah there was a lot of buildup of fear in that regard and mm-hmm. I did it anyway and I'm happy that I did it. And those are the little moments that like Jocelyn was talking about earlier. I, you know what? Maybe not the whole day wasn't the best, but I am happy with this one moment that I mm-hmm. went to the gym. Mm-hmm. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to focus yeah. on those positives. I, yeah. Super important. Even like I started this new job and it's been really stressful for me. Like it's been really stressful for me and <laughs> we got, we got a nice sunny, warm, well, South Dakota warm day today. And I took a late lunch and I went out and sat by my car on the ground and ate my lunch and just soaked up the sun for 30 minutes. And I did not go back inside until I absolutely had to go back inside and it was beautiful. And that was what I was focusing on for today because I knew all day leading up to that, that I was going to go outside over my lunch. And I knew that after my lunch was done, the day was almost done and I was going to come home and we were going to record and Mm -hmm. we were just going to make it a good day. So like trying to focus on those little things, so important because Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really easy to hyper-focus on the negative things and just let that completely take over. Um, And it's harder to like see the positive and focus on the positive. Like that requires a lot of work. Um, So if you're in a headspace that isn't the greatest, sometimes that can be a little bit more difficult to do because you're already mentally exhausted. Um, So you don't, again, don't have expectations. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't try to be like, well, everyone else can focus on the good and I can't focus on the good because again, it's a highlight reel. You don't know that everyone can easily focus on the good. I I think I come off as a fairly bubbly and positive person when I'm in a social setting, but that's really hard for me. And two, three years ago, that was really, really hard for me to do because I was the person that was like, I'm never going to be happy. Nothing brings me joy. You know, it was this feeling of helplessness. But it's been years of hard work and retraining my brain and focusing on good and having a good support system that has allowed me to grow into a more positive mindset. And there's still days where I'm like, 
screw everything <laughs> like screw <laughs> everything i hate everything i'm gonna go to bed and we're gonna start over tomorrow um mm-hmm. and those days still happen even if i do come off as a bubbly person so don't beat yourself up about that either because if that's what you see from me on our page or my personal page that is not what i look like all of the time that is what i am putting out to try to be encouragement but then this is what i'm putting out saying that that's not me all the time um and i think it's also important that like you do have a support system and if you don't have a support system contact us we are your new support system oh we we are hype girls <laughs> we are such good hype girls yes so if you feel like you need somebody to talk to like if you just can't do it on your own talk to your support system yes and if your support system is not enough there are therapists that are more than happy to talk to you because it is a very depressing time right now like you said seasonal depression is a real thing and a lot of people go through it um and even the people that are happiest during the summer they go through it the hardest Mm -hmm. not gonna lie those summer folks that love the summer check in on your friends for Mm -hmm. one and for two the happiest people that i've seen maybe we should put a trigger warning are also yes trigger warning (laughs) trigger warning are also those that i also see committing suicide like there was we already said trigger warning um in college there was a cheerleader uh that actually jumped off of a um a very high parking garage and she was one of the happiest people And she, from the outside, looked very happy. But obviously, on the inside, she was not. And then, less than a month ago, uh, the previous Miss USA, super bubbly, so happy, achieved great things. She jumped off of her apartment building. Yeah. Yeah. So, check in on your friends. Even if they seem very happy, Mm -hmm. check in with yourself too. Mm -hmm. Like if you're putting up a facade that you are so happy, do a real check-in with yourself. Like, am I actually happy right now? Mm -hmm. And if you are not, journal those things. Like look into what parts are not making you happy Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, everyone is trying to achieve happiness and you know, I, we don't know if we'll ever achieve full happiness, but that is something to strive for and to strive to be better for our future selves and to, you know, it's the little moments. Mm-hmm. It's the little ones. So, yes, trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> And before and, and after yeah exactly and a lot of times you know the people that are doing the most to try to cheer people up or try to relate to other people or, or are the ones that are checking in on other people the most are the people that have gone through it and just don't want other people to feel alone 
or don't want people to feel what they're feeling. So a lot of times that is either their way of giving back or their way of coping or their way of distracting themselves from what they are feeling too. So that's a good point. Like check on your friends, check on your happy friends, check on your bubbly friends, check on your summer friends. Cause it's, yeah, winter's just sucky. Um, yeah. Yeah, at this my time. boyfriend's a summer guy. So oh, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was seventy something today, so he was excited about potentially riding the motorcycle. So. It was seventy there today. Why? I mean, <laughs> it was, was fifty four here today, and I was sitting outside in a tube top. <laughs> I still had sweatpants on. Yeah, I'm oh. like, I think my back is burning. <laughs> my, pa- my pasty body. I think my back is burning. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, oh. Should I pull a card really quick? Yeah, Dust is going to pull a, a tarot card while we're live here. It is from the Divine Directions 40 Inspirational Cards. It's what Justin got me for birthday Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it says focus. You're in need of a clear direction. Decide what you want in life. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that did that spilled some tea right there. Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> oh, I feel like I had something important to say. No, no, I can't think of it. Oh, we talking- now I can think okay. of it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Trying to reroute, trying to reroute your life and be happy or to focus on positive things when you're used to focusing on the negative things is really really freaking hard so (laughs) yes focus um (laughs) the i'm not gonna get super into it because i'm gonna sound like an idiot and someone's gonna come at me and be like actually that's not scientifically correct but anyways your there are neural pathways in your brain and um just like so I'm going to compare it to water. Okay. Right. Water follows the path of least resistance. That's the same way that your thoughts are going to go automatically. So if you are used to going down a rabbit hole and being like, life sucks, winter sucks, everything sucks. That's where your thoughts are automatically going to go when you're at a point of being emotionally vulnerable or emotionally drained. So it is hard work to stop that thought. It's like you're building a dam. You're instantaneously building a little dam and being like, No, actually, we're going to go another direction. We're going to be like, yeah, it's really crappy that it's cold out, but I've got a coat. I've got a warm house. I've got an animal or a partner or a friend or somebody that I can cuddle with when I get home from work or when I get in from outside, whatever it is, or even like snuggle up in a blanket. I hope that everyone listening has a blanket. If you don't, please somehow DM me. I will give you a blanket. (laughs) Like that's that that shouldn't be a thing. But a fuzzy one. I will give you a fuzzy blanket. I'll tie you a fuzzy blanket. I'll crochet you a fuzzy blanket. Like this girl's got blankets. So if you need a blanket, you just let me know and I'll get you a blanket. Um, but it's hard work to try to retrain your brain. But the more you do that, the more you catch yourself and the more you try to reroute and reframe those negative thoughts, the easier it's going to be. Again, you're still going to have hard days. You're still going to have days where you're just like, I don't even care. I'm just going to think negative. That's okay too. Like you can give yourself permission to be like, I'm just allowing myself to have a bad day or a bad moment because I'm exhausted. And then I'm going to work on it again tomorrow. I'm going to work on it again in an hour, or I'm going to go to the gym for an hour and then I'm going to come back and I'm, I'm going to have a better day. So it's hard work. Um, 
And it's normal to get tired. It's normal to need help. Like you said, find a counselor. I'm such a big advocate for counseling and therapy. Or if you need them, pharmaceuticals. Like if you need to get on an antidepressant, if you need an anxiety medication, if you need to get a medical marijuana prescription, go do it. Like I'm all for the things that are going to healthily help you feel better and happier. I'm not telling you to go... (laughs) Don't go drink yourself into a hole. Don't go crack yourself out on something. I shouldn't talk about that because I get really cracked out on pre-workout these days and I drink a lot of coffee. (laughs) If caffeine is going to be my addiction, there are worse things to be addicted to. But like, just do your best to give yourself something healthy to make yourself happier. Yeah. Alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol is, yes, is a depressant. It's not the answer. It's also very expensive. It's an expensive habit. And let's be honest, if you're listening to us, you're probably broke like we are. So mm-hmm. don't do that. Like <laughs> nothing wrong with social drinking, fun drinking, whatever it is. Just don't use that as your coping mechanism because at some point you have to deal with your emotions. I'm sorry. It sucks. You got to sit with yourself. You got to sit with the unhappy. You got to sit with the ugly. You got to sit with like the bitter pills to swallow. You have to do all of that stuff in order to work through it. Or the longer you put it off, the longer you have to like feel the negative feelings associated with it. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying nothing against a glass of wine. If you're in the bathtub (laughs) and you're just relaxing and you get a little glass of wine and you're reading a book and you got candles. Now that is relaxing. That is a dream of mine. So mm-hmm. there's a difference. Difference. Mm-hmm. There's relaxed, there's social, and there's definitely binge. So yes. Just find anyway. yourself find yourself some sort of healthy coping coping mechanism. Like I don't drink. We're not gonna say other things on this podcast, but my coping mechanism would just be <laughs> Um, I was like, my <laughs> eyebrows went to the ceiling. I was like, oh, this is the episode, is it? <laughs> I don't drink. I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So that's my happy place. That's my safe place. Um, and even with that, there's a line between it being healthy and unhealthy, right? Guys, I'm spending a lot of time in the gym right now and it's making me feel okay mentally, but physically for my body, it's not always the healthiest. And I have to like police myself in that to make sure that I'm not crossing that line. Or if I do cross that line, that I'm allowing myself the time to recover. So there's Mm -hmm. always like with any healthy coping mechanism, there's like an unhealthy side to it. It's just like food, right? Like I, I don't think that any food is like a bad food or a food you should never eat. But if you're eating 18 chocolate cakes in the day, you're going to get really sick. Okay. Maybe eat a slice Mm -hmm. of chocolate cake in a day. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But everything in moderation and to a healthy extent, like anything healthy can be unhealthy in excess. Okay. So snaps, snaps, preaching to you today. So (laughs) find your thing. And sometimes it takes a while to find your thing or even with counseling. Sometimes it takes a while to find a good counselor that you really click with. Um, It took me several people. I, I went through several counselors and psychiatrists and psychologists before I found one that I really meshed with. Um, And in the moment that can feel really daunting and it can feel 
almost hopeless, but you will find someone eventually. And once you find that person, you're just like, oh, where have you been all my life? You're my best friend. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm not your best friend. I'm your therapist. And you're like, but you're my best friend <laughs> for the hour that I'm here. <laughs> yes. I'm still working on finding mine. I, you know, like you said, you go through a lot to find the therapist oh. that meshes and understands you and you get along well with so yeah and even just somebody that can talk to you the way that you need to like everyone conveys their thoughts and feelings in a different way and everyone receives things in a different way um so just finding somebody that you can communicate clearly with and understand with and have the comprehension that's that can be hard to do sometimes because everyone's personalities are so different um, and mm-hmm. let's be honest, the English language is really weird because you can interpret things in so many different ways. So <laughs> there's that. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So sure. yeah, main points, I guess, just like as far as your identity goes, you are more than the hobby or career or activity that you are a part of. You are a whole entire human being. And it's really, really important to focus on all of the facets that make you who you are not just hyper focusing on one um Mm -hmm. it's a hard time of year so if you're feeling like you're in the thick of it reach out to somebody find a support system find hobbies find healthy once again healthy 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 coping mechanisms if you find yourself going down a rabbit hole that is unhealthy again please reach out to someone um and just yeah yeah it's it's okay to feel all of the things it's okay to not feel 100 percent all the time and it's okay for like the work that you're doing to be really hard and for you to be like this this is stupid we all feel like that we all we all feel like the hard work that we have to do is dumb sometimes but it helps you get to a brighter side on the other other end of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and enjoy the little moments find it happiness in the little moments yes. like me going to the gym i bet yeah. nobody was happy to see me sweating <laughs> but i was happy so i was happy to hear about you sweating <laughs> thank you thank you get a plant if you need to get a plant you know uh, yeah. get a candle if you need to get a candle yeah go get back a blanket a if you need to get a blanket go back to our self-care episode and listen to that again if you need ideas on things to do there's yes. a lot of ideas on things to do for that one. Oh yeah. Lots, lots. Well, I think we did it. We I think did. we did another unscripted podcast episode. Yeah, just coming at you. If you guys have questions on this topic or any other topics, if you need insight on things, if you need activity ideas, if you need um, different ideas for ways you can seek support or help or guidance. Um, obviously, again, I haven't, we haven't made this disclaimer in a while. All of our, everything that we talk about on this podcast is obviously opinions. We're not licensed counselors or therapists. We're not psychiatrists. We're not nutritionists. We're not like, we're not anything like that. This is just us sharing our experiences. Um, so if you need to seek professional help, please seek professional help, but we are more than happy to give our opinions and our insights on experiences that we have been through, if they're going to be helpful to you. So you can always reach out to us with questions. We're always in our DMS. We're always, 
checking all the things and you can always reach out to us on our individual profiles as well. Yeah. It's like we're roomies sitting on the couch, just having a discussion. Yes. Having a heart to heart guys. Yes. And there's like, no question is a stupid question. And I'm pretty sure you and I have heard or done all kinds of things. So you're probably not going to freak us out either. Please don't. (laughs) I mean, don't tell us something that we're going to have to call the cops for, but anything else. You can tell me. (laughs) Dust will bring the shovel, but I morally feel like I could not bury the body for you. So don't tell me about that. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. There's a level here. There's a level. (laughs) There is a line, but there's no stupid question. And like mental health, physical health, whatever. If you want to talk about your penis or your vagina, like it's fine. Maybe I'm a better Maybe I'm a better person for that because I'm the medical person and I don't, bodies don't weird me out. But if you need need business and entrepreneurship ideas, go to Destiny. If if your vagina smells funny, talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, noted. Um, I was going to say something and now I feel like I lost it for sure. Man. If you need advice on crystals or sage, you can talk to either of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I done near forgot it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I guess okay. that wraps up our episode. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to this episode. We love you. We love and you so much. Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Kisses, love you, bye. Leave us a review. Bye. Bye. (laughs)